Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Friday, February 9th, 2024, and this is day 2151 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and glorify you. We praise you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Thank you so much, my Lord, for waking us up to see this beautiful day that you created for us to go forth and do everything you called us to do. Help us, Lord, to um, have that zeal and that um, to be fervent in all that you've given us to do, to not get weary and well-doing, because you said in due season, we will reap if we don't faint. Now, Lord, I ask that you will speak through me today, that it will be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Uh, before we get to the message, let me just give you our quick update on T-Zone Friday. Um, just a couple of things that are going on with us. Uh, our, our youth at, um, at the Guadalupe Center that we uh, were chosen, our organization was chosen uh, for the youth to create a wonderful program for one of um, the projects that we're working on, and that's human trafficking. So uh, I think it's next week or the following Monday, we will be meeting and they're going to present to me what they've come up with on the best way to present human our human trafficking module to um, grade schoolers. So they've got some amazing uh, ideas we've been meeting and, you know, I, I'm just blown away by uh, their the way they're embracing this project and the ideas that they've come up with so far are awesome. And then our youth that we meet with on Saturdays, they are too working on a project to help alleviate uh, human trafficking. So each of them have come up with creating their own name, if it were their business or special project, and uh, how they would roll that out. So we'll be doing part two of that tomorrow. Uh, and we were blessed with tickets to go see the musical or dance musical um, underground. And that was at the Kaufman uh, Theater. It was absolutely beautiful. I don't know if I share this with y'all or not, but we were blessed with free 20, 20 free tickets. And I mean, we had excellent seats. It was, it was a beautiful presentation. Uh, we will be starting with KIPP um, Legacy High School, a charter school. We'll be working with them on entrepreneurship. Uh, so really excited about that. We're continuing working with Ruskin. We are now going into our third week or third session with them. So right now they're working on their company description and their marketing analysis. Uh, they understand about that executive summary that that is the very last thing that they will produce uh, after they come up with everything else for their business plan. So we're making some headway, lots of headway with our youth and um, 
there's so much more, but I don't have enough time to go through it all. And I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. And if you would like to support what we're doing uh, with our youth, um, please uh, go to our website, Jackie Bikes. Oh, not that's a different website. I'm sorry. Go to tzonekc.org. tzonekc.org. And you can push the donate button and donate whatever you would like. Um, you could also become a regular monthly donor so that you can set it up that way so that it automatically comes out every month. You might say, I'll do 10 a month or, or 100 a month, whatever it is that you feel led of the Lord to give. Your money is going for a good cause, and we thank you with all of our hearts. All right, so let's get to the message. Today's message is no more wavering. No more wavering. We're coming out of 2 Kings chapter 18, verses 20 through 40. And uh, we talked a little bit about this yesterday. Uh, and this is after it had not rained, based upon Elijah's um, command. He spoke it and it did not rain and it was uh, also through the power of the Lord. So now he is, after three and a half years, he is now what I call the, um, in a great showdown uh, with um, the um, prophets of Baal and uh, with God. So there is no competition with God. I'm sorry, you guys, I'm a little nasally today. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and see what happens. It says, now summon, this is, this is, um, Elijah speaking, he says, now summon the people from all over Israel to meet me on Mount Carmel and bring the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah who eat at Jezebel's table. So 850 false prophets. So Ahab sent word throughout all Israel and assembled the prophets on Mount Carmel. Elijah went before the people and said, how long will you waver between two opinions. If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. But the people said nothing. Then Elijah said to them, I am the only one of the Lord's prophets left, but Baal has 450 prophets. Get two bulls for us. Let Baal's prophets choose one for themselves and let them cut in it into pieces and put it on the wood, but not set fire to it. I will prepare the other bull and put it on the wood, but not set fire to it. So he thought he was the only prophet left, but he was not. There was a hundred. And Obadiah, when he encountered Obadiah prior to this, let him know that he had hidden 50 in two different shelters or caves and um, hidden them there. So he was not the only one left. But sometimes we might feel that way. But God is in control. Now, verse 24, he says, then you call on the name of your God, and I will call on the name of the Lord, the God who answers by fire. He is God. So that was the challenge. Then all the people said, what you say is good. Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, choose one of the bulls and prepare it first. Since there are so many of you, call on the name of your God, but do not light the fire. 
So they took the bull given them and prepared it. Then they called on the name of Baal from morning till noon. Baal, answer us, they shouted. But there was no response. So no one answered. And they danced around the altar they had made. At noon, Elijah began to taunt them. (laughs) Shout louder, he said. Surely he is a god. Perhaps he is deep in thought or busy or traveling. Maybe he is sleeping and must be awakened. (laughs) So they shouted louder and slashed themselves with swords and spears, as was their custom, until their blood flowed. Midday passed, and they continued their frantic prophesying until the time for the evening sacrifice. But there was no response. No one answered. No one paid attention. Then Elijah said to all the people, Come here to me. They came to him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord, which had been torn down. Elijah took twelve stones, one for each of the tribes descended from Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord had come, saying, Your name shall be Israel. With the stones, he built an altar in the name of the Lord, and he dug a trench around it large enough to hold two seas of seed. He arranged the wood, cut the bull into pieces, and laid it on the wood. Then he said to them, Fill four large jars with water and pour it on the offering and on the wood. Now, this was a dedication to God's way of doing things and hard work. This is what Elijah was doing. He he worked this thing. He dug a trench around it. He did exactly what the Lord had said because God was going to show up in a miraculous way. He says, now do it again. And he said, and he and he said he said, and they did it again. So they kept filling it up with water, the trench. Do it a third time, he ordered. And they did it a third time. The water ran down around the altar, even filled the trench. At the time of sacrifice, the prophet Elijah stepped forward and prayed. Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known today that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant and have done all these things at your command. Answer me, Lord, answer me, so these people will know that you, Lord, are God and that you are turning their hearts back again. It was all about bringing the people back, the Israelites back to the Lord. Then the fire of the Lord fell and burned up the sacrifice, the wood, the stones, and the soil, and also licked up the water in the trench. When all the people saw this, they fell prostrate and cried, The Lord, He is God. The Lord, He is God. Then Elijah commanded them, Seize the prophets of Baal. Don't let anyone get away. They seized them, and Elijah had them brought down to the Kishon Valley and slaughtered there. And that is the end. That's where we'll end. You see how powerful our God is. We don't have to worry about a thing. 
he licked up the water with the fire. <laughs> That's unheard of, right? <laughs> Point number one. While at a nonprofit workshop the other day, one of the panelists gave us all some valuable information. She said, stay true to your mission. Don't change up just because a grant you'd like to apply for does not, uh, does, does not uh, grant your purpose. All right. So our purpose and what we do is youth development. And we have about six different things that we do. And I say it all the time at the end, life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, and so forth and so on. Someone may come along and say, uh, we have this grant um, for teaching construction. And that would be like me saying, I want this grant. So I'm going to now change my model to construction. And she said, when you do that, you literally cost yourself more money. You have to invest more to bring in people that specialize in that. Uh, and, and I would say this, she's so point on and we need to make sure uh, that we seek the Lord on what and how we should do things. So that was so awesome. She said, stick to what your mission is. Don't waver. Stay committed to what this is what the Lord has given me for all of us. Don't waver. Stay committed to what God has called you to do, even when it gets tough. Even when everyone is against you, they may even call you crazy because of your steadfast commitment. Stay the course. Don't veer to the left or to the right. Don't try to please everyone. Your only mission is to please God through your obedience to him. And everything else will fall into place according to God's good and perfect will for your life. And if we can get that down in our spirit, oh my goodness, um, no one will be able to touch you. Uh, no enemy. I mean, they're going to try, but you are going to be so committed and strong, stronger in your faith. You're going to know the difference between uh, or be able to discern when it's God and when it's just maybe you wanting to shift because you know, things are getting rough or or because it looks good and it sounds good. Point number two, Elijah had this understanding down pat. He did not care what others thought or said about him. At least most of the time he did not. He was not trying to win a popularity contest among the people. He did not waver in his mission. Here's some of his um, mission that he spoke of in this chapter that we just shared. Number one, confronting the people with the truth of God. How long will you waver between two opinions, he said. If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, little g, follow him. Second, illustrate. He illustrated the power of prayer. You notice how he prayed before um, he began his sacrifice. He prayed to the true and living God, and he prayed uh, in proxy for the people. Third, he had humility, giving God all the glory and the honor. Fourth, God's love, mercy, and grace for the people. That is what he was showing them. 
through the mission that God had given him. That how much God loved them that he sent Elijah just for this very purpose to get their attention, to draw them back to the Lord. And then the other thing that his mission was that he shared with the people was to repent, to go turn away from the old and evil ways and get to where God would have them to be. And then to rededicate themselves to the Lord. And they did. They understood by seeing that how, you know, how much God loved them. And they laid down before the Lord and and glorified him. You know, for me, often, especially after being an entrepreneur for most of my life and having my own businesses, starting a nonprofit was one or or running, I'll say, a nonprofit has been one of the most challenging businesses ever. Um, For-profit businesses, you're in it. You know, you make money. You you don't have to report to a board. You you don't have to uh, send in reports to donors. Uh, you don't have to try to raise money. All those extra components uh, that are so different, but you're still running a business. Uh, you don't own the business. Actually, the board is the one that runs things, but you're the one uh, that is the director. And, and, and so adapting to all of that, and then when funds get low, and they do, you know, we can, it's feast or famine typically, but I know we're getting to a point where it won't be that way. And I'm trusting God for that. But uh, so there'll be times they'll come up and I'll say, I've got to get a gig. I've got to do something else. I'm going to still do T-Zone, but I've got to figure out another way to bring in income so that, you know, I can still take care of things in my household as well, you know, which is be able to continue to get paid. And, and so I would waver. I would waver. Listen to me carefully. It might seem very innocent and the natural thing to do. But when God has called you to do something and he wants you to give it 100%, even through the storms, it's easy as it is for me to start up another business or to start up something else to bring in income so that I'm not, you know, the pay that I'm getting will not weigh down on on the organization. God said, I didn't tell you to do that. <laughs> and I actually did do this recently. He said, I didn't. And, it, and what happens is kind of like the the lady that spoke to us in the conference the other day. It really takes your attention off of what you should really be doing. Uh, Even when people say, oh, you could do this to make extra money and, you know, it doesn't take much of your time. It's going to take your time and and it is going to take an additional commitment. So I've learned a great lesson to stay focused. And I thought I was, but I would veering off a little bit as things were getting low and it's like oh my gosh lord what to do that is uh, actually a component of fear and uh, getting weary you know and all those things and and i'm doing a, a what god has called me to do don't get weary and well doing right but by leaning unto my own understanding rather than trusting in God's way. And God says, stay the course. 
So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I am staying the course 100%. Never intend to stop doing that with T-Zone unless God says. But the key was that God said, I must give it 100%. And if I'm doing something else to bring in income for me to continue to, to live like you know I need to, um, that would take away the attention from what God has given me to do with T-Zone. And he said, I will provide. So to God be all the glory. I don't know if that's you. And I know how we've been taught to be self-sufficient. But now that we're believers, God is saying yes to an extent, but I want you to trust me to give you the wherewithal to do everything I've called you to do. Trust him. Now, if you don't know Jesus, this is your day. Romans 10 and 9 says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. The angels in heaven are rejoicing because of you. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B-Like-Boy-U-Y-C-K-S-Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching these life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, human trafficking awareness, and, and DIY projects. We thank you all so much for your support. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you and I We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.